Hey, you get Hal. If you're doing laundry, you can move the uh, exercise clothes into the dryer. Yeah, that's great. She can't hear me yelling, interrupting the show. She can't hear a thing. <sighs> this is a mess. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 286. He's Randy, and I'm Jason, and we're your hosts. And school hasn't started, but summer's unofficially ended, and I'm already stressed wide open. I wide out. Stressed out? Why is it unofficially ended? Well, Labor Day. Summer's like Memorial Day to Labor Day. Unofficially. Officially. Oh, sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you have till September 21st, which is the official end of summer. Well, I hope it gets a little warm. You September usually has some warm days. You hope it gets warm. It's been like it was like eighty-five degrees today or something, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, it was warm. I didn't spend a lot of time outside. No. So, what do you care if it's warm? Sitting in your office. Mm, I got it. I went in the middle of the day. Super boring. Yeah. Dude, did you run again? Not today. Today is uh, not run day. Oh, today, today is, is run day for me. Today is today's workout day. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're doing both because you're super awesome. Right. Monday, Wednesday, Friday is run day. Well, let me look at the weather forecast. So let's see, because this is what happens when you've run out of things to say. You start talking about the weather. I got tons of stuff. To say. I got tons uh, of stuff to say. I got too. some new shoes. Yeah, that's exciting. Well, it is for me. They're running shoes. Yeah, I thought you already blew them out or something. Uh, well, the, I did. That's why I got some new shoes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> really? You got another new shoes? The new shoes that I got. But those are, those are, um, they're called, they're Merrell's, which I thought would be a good brand, right? They're oh, Merrell, yeah. They're not? Uh, something or others, but they're like the barefoot ones. Foot glove. Vapor glove. Something like Vapor that. Vapor gloves, I think. All right. right? Uh, I burned <clears throat> through them in, well, I guess it was a lot of miles, but. It was like hundreds of miles, I suppose, because we did, did a lot of running this spring and this summer. What do you mean you blew through them? Like they weren't they were through. There's there's holes in the bottom of them. In oh the, wow! All right, okay. In the in the same. Thankfully, it was uh, maybe it's not thankful, but it's in the same spot on both feet, which is kind of cool. Which means I'm maybe running, you know, symmetrically, which is good news. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was on the outside, like the small ball of your foot if that makes sense so not your the pinky toe ball of your foot yeah so it's almost like i'm landing on the outside of my side of my feet first and rolling it's kind of weird but that burned through and the the sole of the shoe split so now it's just like i had to tape it from the inside to kind of keep rocks and stuff from getting up in there hmm. uh but i got my new shoes and this is not an endorsement or anything but they're uh company called zero shoes with an x oh why, you're running zeros huh that's funny spell anything right well there were a lot of ads they were they were showing a lot of ads and uh, i was like all right yeah this this is that crazy guy barefoot ted is it the crazy guy well i mean he's he's not crazy it's the wrong word to use maybe but he's uh let me say passionate guy right passionate okay <clears throat> i really like this shoes but this is one of those things where i can't see them i really like the look of them and he is a he's not crazy he is like the the sandal wearing guy uh-huh right like he runs in those he will make you sandals the 
They they do have sandals, yeah. Yeah, he's in that book. The the he's in the Born to Run book. Born to Run book. Yeah, he's barefoot. Oh. His name is bare. Like I'm pretty sure it's Barefoot Ted's. Company. Oh, perfect. Is he the one that would like wear shoes on the opposite feet just to prove that it didn't matter? I don't know. Um, about I, I, yeah, I like I don't really want to bore well, that's our cool. listeners, but yeah, I'm pretty no, sure it's this guy. Yeah, I've based a lot of my life on that book. Yeah, just so that, this is good. <laughs> Coincidentally, it comes full circle. But yeah. full disclosure, these shoes are way cushier than the. Oh barrel. no, it's not barefoot Ted. It's a different guy. Different guy. Okay, but it's, I think he's in the book also. Stephen Sashin, perhaps. And uh, yeah. And but barefoot Ted, I think, is a big like part of this. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting things confused. But this guy is interesting. It's a very interesting thing. Let me know how the show shoes fit and all that. Because I've always like I like the the casual shoes. Uh huh. But it's always like a ah, hundred bucks just to try and see how if much they work do you pay? Out. How much do you pay for shoes? No, I mean I will pay a hundred dollars for running shoes. Yeah. But for just like kick around shoes, I always use old running shoes so i don't oh sure uh, yeah mm-hmm. i don't really pay anything for them because they're all These, so far i mean so i bought the not top of the line ones okay and oh man it's like asking me for stuff so this, i don't know the second best model on their set they were like 90 bucks or something it's still there yeah same. I'm like, you know, if I hate these, I'm going to have to return them. But they, they ticked all the boxes. See, I don't ever return things as we've been through. Oh, I'll return them. Uh, good for They've you. got like, you know, really wide toe box, which looks cool. Yeah. It looks like you get these big, like kind of duck feet going on. And, you know, my feet kind of fit in there and it allows them to spread. But they are, I wore them around the house a little bit and they definitely are way more supportive than those Merrill shoes. Now, that's not saying much because if I stepped on an egg corn in the Merrill shoes, like... <laughs> It's the worst. You know, I, I, yeah. We went running this weekend, which I'll tell you about, outdoors in the woods and kind of stuff. And I basically have to watch everywhere I step. So the whole, mm. I'm just kind of like running. My feet are moving like crazy as I'm trying to avoid everything. And it's they're like, what are you doing? Like, I can't step on anything. It's just how it goes. Yeah. See, I hate that. That part I do not. I like in the woods. I'm sure I ran twice in the woods this weekend. Yeah. I have to have like something under my feet because I like I try and buy shoes with a plate in them. Because of that stuff. Because so many roots around here. A plate? It's got like a little like a hard plastic plate or a metal plate in there. That wow. Will, so you can step on an acorn without. It's not that uncommon for trail shoes. Trail. But it's all those roots, like you said, the roots are crazy. And you step on one little root and it's like you have a broken foot for the rest you of the year. You have a broken foot. Yeah. It's or you really lot. strong. Yeah, really strong. Yeah. Well, I don't have really. I guess fine. You got the Prio, did you? Yeah, I think so. The Prio. The Prio, yeah. See, I kind of wanted, like, last time I got running shoes for the road, I kind of was looking at these. Because I like how they look um, just for, like, styling factor. I don't right. know. Yeah, they look styly. So let me see how they hold up. Uh, yeah, I'll let you know. And I got the, you know, the red. I like kind of like red shoes. Okay. Make me look like I'm going faster, maybe. Yeah. Uh, they're not totally red. They're kind of grayish. They're gray but, with, like, uh, red highlights, right? That yeah, but you, can see, you can see how boxy the front of them sure, are, sure, and sure. They're, they're pretty thick. They are definitely the other the other shoes I had are basically like it's like Scotch tape on. You just kind of tape them onto your feet, and there you go. There's your shoes. Hmm. They're very thin, is what I'm sorry, I'm trying to say. Man, I'm on their site, like just looking around. And people keep buying them. Steve and Dubu- Dubuque just bought something. Well, that like pops up. Yeah, on the bottom it just says. Oh, yeah. it does. Look at that. Matthew yeah. in Brentwood, USA, purchased DIY Field True Sandal. You think kit. it's real or you think it's like a hype thing? They're J James in Kingwood. Did you get that one? I think it's a feed that they randomly. Yeah, I think you're right. Amuri Hardwood Toe Loop. He just bought 
a Steve in Dubuque. Dubuque. Oh, that was the one I just said. Really? Yeah. Maybe it is. Huh. <laughs> Should we sue them? For why? For lying about their live feed? Uh, no, I think I'm going to believe it. J. James in Kingwood, USA. There you okay, go. He's yes. got it too. So it still could be on a loop. I mean, it could, I could be on a loop, but um, yeah, you're just like a few minutes behind or a minute behind me or something. Interesting. You think that was my wife? What? J. James. Oh, <laughs> that's right. It could have been. <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> Super strange. Uh, um, so, let's see. Jennifer in Ledyard, USA, purchased Phoenix leather. Not there. About four, it said about 14 minutes ago. So next time you keep an eye on it and see if it jumps okay, up. Okay, well, wait. Let's just go silent until. No. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I listened to a book that I, I want to recommend to you. And uh, I'm. it's one of these, it's a book that. Um, I listen to it and I'm going to, and I'm not even done yet. I got like a half hour left and I'm going to go listen to it again immediately. Um, it's called factfulness. My, my neighbor recommended it and, um, it's, it, and I, I've been, I was really interested in it and it's, uh, it was written by this guy who, um, like, let me ask you a question here. Um, in the world, up until the age of, no, what is that? See, hang on. I, I'm going to stink at yeah, this. It's a very optimistic book. You can tell by that. Oh, Bill Gates reviewed it. Oh, what did he say? Hands are tell the sort of secret. Ah, man, I wish I could, I wish I could uh, get a, a good one of the questions here. Um, I should have been better prepared. I no. honestly, I didn't, honestly, I didn't think we were going to record tonight. And then, then yeah. Okay. So the, the, the first, the first comment is that listen to his ted talk and you can but okay so the point is okay so let me let me i'm gonna maybe book butcher this statistic but this is the general point of it up until the age of um no primary school what is the percentage of girls that do that do not go to primary school in the world is it 80 percent 50 percent or 10%. Oh, this is like a how bad do we think the world is question? Yeah. So if you were to guess up through primary school, how many girls in the world go to primary school? So this is 80% of girls go to primary school, 50% or 10%. You inverted the question. I know I did. I did. So which the one, second which time. Way so is- in, okay, let me ask it again. In, in the world... What percentage of girls in the world go to primary school? Is it 80%, 50%, or 10%? I'd say 80. Ugh, dang. You're not supposed to get it right, but I kind of led you to it. But yeah, that's the thing, which is a way, way higher number than what most people would normally guess. I kind of, yeah. I think no, I, no, no. Well, I see where you're going with this, but. Yeah. Okay. So then. 20%, 20% is still a pretty huge number. Of what? Yeah, and I think I think I might even have it wrong. I think it might even be a way higher than that, which is unfortunate. But this is why I want to listen to it again because I I got the like, abstract point of it, but now I want to get into the numbers. But there's all these other numbers and there's all these other things, and he goes through and it's all this different uh, like statistics like this, um, and everybody's getting it wrong. We're we're using numbers from the, his other thing is like we're using numbers from the '60s for a lot of stuff. For a lot of stuff, yeah. yeah. And that's when, and, and one other statistic, which I do remember was like, it takes 17 years for like a medical change to get 
like a discovery to get from discovered through to general practice, like 17 right. years, which is a really right. long time. Which is why this vaccination stuff is. And like most people have all the, yeah, well, yeah, m- most people have all these numbers. Well, th- that's also why it's sort of timely, but most people have their numbers, the numbers that they use are from the numbers that they were taught in junior high by teachers who learned them or right. middle school who learned them, you know, 20 years before that. So there's this huge lag of data and all this stuff that that's oh, you reminded me of. There was a really fun. Oh, taste buds. Did we talk about this last week? I don't think so. It's just another thing that we teach. Don't you remember? So oh, maybe maybe we had did we have this conversation on the show because oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I didn't get anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're awful. We're like. We, we don't prepare for the show. <laughs> you know, where people are panicked now about, oh, what if, you know, my kids aren't going to get the proper education because they're missing out because of COVID and this and that. And I'm so concerned. And it's like, you don't need to be that concerned. Okay. Life is going to be a little bit messy for a little while. But like, how much do you remember about school where they would teach us? And this is just one example about taste buds and you remember that picture where they would draw on the tongue and say this is salty and this is sweet and this is sour and this section of your tongue is all these things well it's completely wrong like all that time we spent drawing pictures of the tongue and the, doing those experiments where we'd put salt on one part of the sun you know tongue on your tongue and sugar on the other like all of that is just wrong it's completely false there is the, your taste buds are not sectioned on your tongue like that what really <laughs> what? But we spent mountains of time in, in school <laughs> learning about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's funny. And, and, and I'm certain um, there's other stuff like that, especially just any subject matter that we discover is incorrect later, hmm. right? Like, oh, this is funny. So my... Um, I got my kids' devices all locked down. I'm changing subjects a little bit because I just got a notification on my computer. I told uh, you we're all strung out, and this is the perfect example of it. No, no, no. I got a notification because my son wants to listen to an audiobook while he's going to bed, but his phone uh, locks itself down at like 9 p.m. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And so he, he hit the button that said basically request screen time <laughs> that's funny and it just pops up on my computer and i can say okay i gave him an hour because i told him not to listen for more than a half an hour anyway so i gave him an hour uh-huh. it just it's it's the 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 apple screen time stuff that they have is not perfect uh but it has a lot of pretty good features and one of those one of those features that you can at least that you can that you can do a lot of damage with, let's say, is this downtime feature, and it works both on the computer and on the phone. So I have his his computer and his my daughter's computer as well in here, and it's set just as like they just don't work between nine p.m. and seven a.m. That's good. Yeah, like they can turn them on, but nothing will launch. Oh, really? Yeah, they could use like messages. There's a few apps that are kind of, uh, you know allow listed i was gonna say whitelist but you can't do that anymore uh but you're dead permanently allowed yeah <laughs> i don't know what the right term is it's allow allow list yeah. allow list or permit that's list too, that's too much of a tongue twister i mm. go on <laughs> what are you trying to like what do you allow list it's just like say a permit lot of L's. list permit list okay anti-block list i don't know 
yes. I mean, but it's it's not though. We're we gonna get into this, but it's not. It's just that we've been conditioned. Anti-blocklist. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. um, Anti-denialist, and then the anti-denier deniers. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so they just they shut down. They just can't get into. They can't get into any of that, and they just give up. They don't try very hard, right? Could he guess the code eventually? Maybe. He tried to trick me. Did I tell you this? No. He handed me his phone once and said, oh, um, I need you to put in this, the screen time code so that I can open, you know, borrow this book. And he literally had gone through the settings and gone to the section to disable screen time and had it pop up the... No way. prompt. And then he handed me the phone and made up some lie. And I'm like, you, you caught are you him? kidding me right now? Oh, what? <laughs> you think I'm just going to enter codes whenever he asks me to enter codes? Like, are you joking? Like, I know this is not how it works. Like, are we raising like monsters? Cause my kids do the same kind of stuff. And you're like, well, yeah, I just, I don't, this is amazing. Yeah. The girls in schools thing was 90%. Yeah, no, I wouldn't doubt it's high, but yeah. I think. Maybe, no, no, okay. Maybe, maybe I would listen to the book going like 10% of the world's population is an enormous number. No, 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 no. Our no, things, no. But this it probably is, used to be worse, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is his thing. So, okay. So 4 million babies. Die, this, the, the numbers are like as of 2016, because that's like the latest. And he talks about this with terrorism, how it, there's a lag in data for this kind of like oh, macro sure. data sets. It's, it's hard to get data like it has to be vetted and it just takes a long time but in 2016 four million babies died that means under one years old right. and he's like that's if you look at that number by itself it's a terrible number it's horrible but if you look at 1950 it was 14 million and he's like and then it gets worse because then it's at 14 million of 50 million or was right. it 14 no 14 million of 98 million which was 15 percent of you know yeah, yeah, 15% of kids, 15% of babies were dying, and this is 1950-something. Yeah, and a lot of that was literally like, no, that wasn't hand-washing, but it was um, just hospital conditions, the way yeah, they a would. a lot of different stuff, yeah. A lot of different stuff, some but, basic stuff. But now it's down to 3%. So, it, and he was kind of like talking about how you got to like compare numbers, you got to compare rates, you can't, but it's really, I, I highly recommend this book or at least check out his TED talk. It's, it's long, but he also goes through a different couple, couple of different things. One of the things I take away from me, was like, you can't blame the media for this, for a lot of things that you blame the media for. And, and then he goes on, he also talks about blame and how blame is a bad thing to do. But anyways, and there's a bunch of different things and how we, we have to look at numbers and we can't process big numbers. It, it's really a pretty interesting book. No, we can't. No. And uh, so you got to look at rates and you got to look at different, you got to always compare numbers and you got to know your sources and all this stuff. It is really interesting book. I, I recommend that recommend zero shoes. Um, yeah. You do? No, you, you did. I'm talking about the shows, all recommendations tonight, oh. all over the place. I said, I wasn't recommending them. It was not an endorsement. I just told you that I bought them. Yeah. Well, so, all right. So yeah. uh, other I, topics. So this, Apple yeah. uh, lockdown. Well, I definitely recommend Apple stuff, even though people will oh, never pay for it. It's like, fine. Yeah, I get it. It's a bit of an upsell. It's pricey, but the convenience is there. I love the convenience. Yeah. Um. So this weekend, we had a long weekend. Yes, we did. I was there. And a, a friend of mine has, uh, he's, I don't know, he's not eccentric. I don't know how to describe him. He's very active, very high energy. He's got a lot going on. 
And he uh, he has some. This guy with the land. boats that he puts together. Yeah, yeah, same guy. Same guy that builds like this, the the uh, extra barn garage. Yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah, so we we visited that place this weekend. We got to have a uh, show name. I think you talk about name. him a lot, Jimmy. Okay. We don't. He doesn't need to. Oh, he needs a show name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, call him Jimmy. Sure. Right. So Jimmy <laughs> has some land. Jimmy has land. You're doing a lot of mouse clicking over there. I got to edit all those out. Jimmy has some land out in, uh, well, I'd say the, you know, the boondoggles of, of Massachusetts. Doesn't have to be too specific. <laughs> West of it's like, it's like family, cousins, all this kind of stuff. There's some logging going on. But anyway, he, he owns like 20 acres of that land now. And it's what you call off the grid. He's got this like wonderland going on where over the years he's done some work to build a barn and then build this like tiny house. It's not very tiny. The barn is now filled with like snowmobiles and ATVs and stuff. Uh, They've been working on a campsite, which is like just an area in the woods near his his wonderland right his tiny house thing is up on top of this hill has this ridiculous view of like all the mountains out there and stuff and it's like super cool it's very hidden so we went out there a bunch of families went out there and we stayed at the at his campground right they had built some platforms they have like a little outhouse that we all shared which was disgusting uh fires all this like fun outdoorsy stuff we did with the kids so we went on hikes we went explored some caves we went in a river we went boating we shot some arrows we did some archery i brought all the bows and stuff i borrowed them from my brother that was fun uh but was just what the interesting piece to me is that he's like he's just got this drive to just keep going he's just always adding stuff building stuff fixing stuff changing things like you know the generator shack goes in just in case and (laughs) there's some plumbing things going on and then oh i'm gonna cut down this whole section of the woods and make a thing and there's another thing going in over here and it's like i can't keep up with all the little i just don't know how he's so motivated to do all this crazy crap like yeah i mean you, you you look inside this this not so tiny house right and it's it's very intricate like there's there was a lot of work that went into it there's a lot of design there's a lot of effort most of the work he did himself you know and that's just the house part and then there's the barn and this isn't even where he lives it's like a vacation place <laughs> and then there's the, you know the campground and and there's all these little shenanigans going on like uh, you know, we parked in one area and he's got these carts to get all the equipment back and forth from the campsite, from the cars. And uh, overall, so the main point of this was we had a weekend away from everything. There's no service out there. It's a complete dead zone because it's in a valley in these hills. Nobody has any service. We couldn't get in touch with anyone. We did all these really fun hikes with the kids. Uh, climbed inside of these giant boulders. Like it was a little bit frightening at first you 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 start crawling into these boulder crevices like where the boulders are kind of and i don't mean like small these are like the size of trucks you know piled on top of each other and the kids started squeezing through so we get into like one cave and then we go around a corner into another cave we got headlamps on because it's pitch dark and then the kids decided they're going to squeeze through this crack between these two boulders uh, that, I, that I can't fit through. Yeah. 
okay. they go into a new room that I can sort of see through the crack. And then they slip through another crack and they go into another room. So now I cannot see them. And they're easily like 20 yards away and 10 feet down. No, thank so you. They're even deeper than we already were. And I don't, like, I don't even understand where they are anymore. Like we're deep in this hill under these rocks and think it's just like, uh, at that point I was like, okay, uh, don't go any further, please. I have no idea how we're going to rescue you. Like it's, it's getting possible where you could get lost somehow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and and no. like, we can't get in there to get you. There's no way. So that was kind of fascinating though. That was really cool. Uh, but then my, on the way out, as we were climbing out, my daughter, uh, who was deathly afraid of spiders. Oh no. What? Finally, finally noticed that the cave was full of spiders <laughs> and then they happened to be guarding the exits. So <laughs> she, she wouldn't leave. What? What did she? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> She wouldn't leave the cave. I, was, oh, I, man. I, I don't, I'm just trying to tell him, like, I don't want to kill the spiders for no reason. Mm. It's just hanging out in its web. Right. Like, and she would have these little panic attacks. I'm like, just duck under that rock because you got to work your way out. But there's a spider up above her in its web. She's like, it's going to drop down on me. I know it. I'm like, it's not going to drop down on you. <laughs> and she would have these little panic attacks. She's like, I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> She'd shine her headlamp on it. So eventually what I had to do is I had to kind of go up above her and I had to stick my hand underneath the spider web to show her that if it jumped down, it was going to be on my hand. But I didn't want to just wreck the web for no yeah, reason. Right. Cause, well, one, because then it might freak out and bite me. <laughs> Do spiders bite you? I don't know. Yeah, they can. I, I don't know that they will. I don't know how aggressive they are or what, but. And uh, then she finally crawled under and never wanted to do that again. But otherwise... You know, lots of good, lots of good sleep, lots of fires, lots of, uh, we've got out the ninja obstacle course that he had for some reason. Kids had a blast with that. Lots of knives and axes and the archery was super fun. Huh. Uh, that went surprisingly well. Now, I, I believe we've talked on the show about how much I, I dislike guns. Yeah, you've mentioned it, I think. And uh, I, I keep these things in a different category. And so I actually borrowed the bows from my brother, who who was very, um, you know, who was like happy to happy to lend them out. But at the same time, was like, come with me to the, you know, the gun range anytime you want. We can <laughs> practice with this and the guns and the other thing. And I'm like, I'm not sure you understand. <laughs> like, We've been over this. I'm not interested in shooting, you know, the the boom tubes. But to me... <laughs> and I explained this to the kids because I had to do the whole safety lesson, right? And, and and we sort of emulated the merit badges as as we discussed. But it was critical that I did the introduction safety lesson. There's a bug in here. I'm going to get it. Is it a spider? Mm -hmm. Wait. No, it's not no, a spider. Okay. It's a fruit fly. That's again. good then. Okay. Um, It was critical that we started out with the safety lesson. But with the bows, they're a little easier. Uh, one, because there's no way to like accidentally fire a bow. One of the kids did turn around with the arrow knocked into his bow and i kind of freaked out oh no because because i was very explicit now he didn't have it pulled back okay but he knocked i gave them very explicit rules i was like if you are holding the bow your foot needs to be on the shooting line your front mm. foot so that because we were shooting at the same time so that way we're all facing the same direction 
and no one's in front of anyone else. Can't be behind it, can't be in front of it, your foot has to be on this line. If anyone's ever shot a bow, you do kind of you stand kind of one foot forward. So they got that. And I'm like, and you are never to turn around. Like once an arrow is knocked in your bow, that means kind of set on the string. You are not to face it anywhere but downrange. Mm-hmm. So the whole like pretend the bow is always loaded thing is a little bit absurd. Like with, with guns, it makes sense because it's hard to see if it's loaded. But uh, definitely don't, you know, pull back a string and point it at people because that just is a ridiculous practice. But pretending the bow is loaded is also a bit absurd because it's like it takes a lot of effort to load and, and pull a bow. But if it has an arrow knocked in it, then it's loaded. You know, then it's like it's just discipline to say you don't just walk around pointing that everywhere, at least in the range. Of course, if you're hunting, then you might. Right. It's a different thing. Uh and he, he sort of, someone was talking and he just got distracted and turned around and spins the bow around. And I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> what about all these rules? Did you just go, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Spins back around again. Like, oh my goodness, dude. Like, but otherwise they were, they were very good. They were, uh, I warned them ahead of time about the, like, there are other people shooting. You're going to have this urge to shoot and then put your bow down and run down range to look at whether or not you hit the target. Like, you cannot do that. <laughs> all of the bows have to be on the ground and you need to get my approval before you can then go down range uh and they did a good job of it we actually uh they had a pretty good time they got much better at it uh very quickly and you know it was it was good fun they're i really feel okay i mean they're still super duper dangerous if you were to shoot a person with an arrow you can murder them pretty easily but they don't just go off the way like you pick up a handgun that goes off and they you know they're they're there's a big step from accidentally discharging a firearm and and goofing around with a bow and discharging it you know what i mean yeah Especially, yes i guess yeah yeah and you can't rattle off 15 shots in a second or and you can't rattle off <laughs> yeah, I mean. right right and if you see someone with a bow, like, you know when it's ready to fire. They've got their, they've got it pulled back. Like, there's no doubt. There's no question. Yeah, uh, yeah. you can't rattle off some machine gunning arrows. But, and it takes, it's a lot more technique. Like, not only do you have to aim the bow, but aiming it is this process. You've got to put your hand, when you pull back the string, you've got to put your hand in the exact same spot every time. Like, right up against your jawbone basically uh but even if that's off by a little bit it's not going to fly the same way if the arrows aren't made the same they're not going to fly the same uh you know the sighting just isn't it's just not as 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 precise as where like a bullet might be or something but that's what makes it kind of cool too you got to kind of get used to you know oh this works this way um so we did some outdoorsy stuff that's cool that's good yeah off the grid off the grid. Really, no electricity or just off the internet grid? No electricity. I mean he has a he has a generator for the uh for the medium sized house. But he didn't run it. And uh no internet, no cellular service. Uh we've had to bring all of our water in. He has a well, but it's like kind of way off somewhere else. Huh. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that... I mean you know, we drove in, so it wasn't yeah. that big of a deal. The off the grid, I mean, off the grid, I understood. I, I didn't know it wouldn't have water. So no, so you use like pit toilets or something? Yeah. So we have, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
he built a um, no, he built like a little privy. Okay. So, yeah, big pit. Uh, and you know, and then it's a bucket toilet, and it's got it's like a tarp around it, so you have a little bit of privacy. Huh. All right. Got some cedar cedar chips to sprinkle in there. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when it gets too full, it'll just bury it and move it to another spot. The whole thing can kind of get picked up. A lot of campfire guitar songs. Huh. Yeah, I wish I knew how to play guitar still. That's one of the things that I'm going to regret when I die. Like, I never actually learned how to play mm-hmm. campfire songs. Well, luckily, one of the other kids is, like, super talented. So I brought my guitar, but he mostly played it because I'm just not that good at it. Uh, I could play a few, but this kid is, like, playing... All of like Jack Johnson's songs oh, and really? singing them as well. Like he's got this perfect singing voice. I'm like, okay, yeah. fine, yeah, just go on with yourself. It's fine. Yeah, I just don't have that either of those things. Sixth, a sixth grader, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I'll just practice more, I guess. No, it doesn't doesn't work. Which is something I talked to the kids about tonight. Like as a as a um not a philosophical thing but like why do all this junk if you're not going to be super good at it is a weird question why like how should we spend our time how should they spend our time we debate about sports we debate about band we debate about like all these extracurricular activity things they could do do they just go out and play never know the right answer oh yeah i know i've kind of pivoted a little bit to like we, we like and I think my wife has too. Like we're not doing any of that, uh, the bridge books and stuff like these things just aren't happening this summer. They started. Oh, really? And, you reversed. Okay. Well, I don't know. They were doing them sometimes. And then it was just like, it's hard to stay in a rhythm. And I don't know. I, I feel a little bit bad. Like you're saying, like, I feel bad, but on the same note, on the other, I mean, on the other hand, I'm like, but it's summer and I never did stuff and they're going to like be all stressed out <laughs> right? in a week. And I definitely never had a bridge book. No. Like, and I did all right, I think. I don't know. Right? I, don't but, know. I know. Why do we make them do these things? But maybe I maybe I didn't, mate, right? Maybe if I had a bridge book, I would have done different things. But I don't, I don't know. Or right? I don't even – this is the part I was struggling with. I don't know if they, if, you, if they need to become greater. You know, we just imagine that you'll have this amazing career with loads of money. But maybe they'll have a little more variety. Maybe they will – uh, be more ahead of themselves in their schooling career and have a better idea of the, like, expertise they'd like to get into later. Uh, you know how it's difficult to choose a major in college and that kind of yeah. thing? People really struggle with that. Like, maybe they'll know. Because by the time they finish up high school, they'll have been able to experience enough things where they can say... I am pretty certain I want to do this and then this and sprinkle in a little bit of this. Like, I don't know. But it doesn't end there either, right? So one of the things I try to talk to him about a lot is like, you know, you go and in, you go into college. It's just more school to help you get to a point where you can earn money. And then you've got time for all your hobbies. Then you've got time Wait, for... who has time? In college? No, no, after college. You have time to do hobbies? That's like all we do. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't have time to do hobbies. You have plenty of time to do hobbies. Mm. No. I don't have to. You run. That's a hobby. Well, I guess maybe 
see, mm, yes, but now, like I said at the beginning of the thing, like I'm all stressed out because I have soccer starting next week, which I can't believe. Yeah. But yeah, me too. And I'm sort of lamenting, like, why? Well, I'm I'm back in it now, and I I I was enjoying not being in it, and then I, I didn't will, want to be willfully yeah. back in it, right? And like. And I already got parents, you know, texting or emailing me like, oh, my daughter can't make practice that night. Can you do it a different night because of this thing and that? I'm like, <sighs> it's just like, I don't, I'm not looking forward to that whole side of the stress thing. I like being a facilitator to help these kids do stuff, but um, I just, I, yeah, I, I've, I think you just have to draw the line. So that happened already. Which? I had some parents text me and say, yeah. "Hey, I saw the email from the soccer. You know, from soccer. Are you involved with soccer? Is what the email said true? You know, I'm like, <laughs> what kind of dumb text is this, right? And and basically, they were asking like, uh, because in the soccer email, it said something to the effect of, you know, masks here and here and here and here. But when the kids are running around on the field, uh. Even though they're going to be they're going to be distant because we're only doing like skills, mm. they're not going to be required to wear their mask. Ugh, all right, and this just followed, you know, some of the mask guidelines we were kind of given, and I'm like, okay, fine. I guess should they be? I don't really know, but that's what we put out, and it's in the le- and they were like. This says they're not going to be required their mask. Is that true? And it's, if it's in the letter, then it's true. That's a shame because my kids aren't going to be able to play. Then I'm like, yeah, right, yeah, see you in spring. Yeah, you know, like, they just okay. I mean, what do you want me to do? Didn't fight it. I didn't push back. Didn't say do it anyway. I'm just like, okay. I don't mean to to disenfranchise you or exclude you. It's not really a situation I can control. Uh, and I'm looking at it like, in a way, it's kind of good because now I have two fewer kids to deal with. And I looked at the registrations tonight, and you know, they're they're. It's a fraction of what we've had. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. Which could be kind of delightful. Yeah. But that's also, you know, not great because now all these kids aren't getting involved. Yeah, right. I know. And they're sitting at home doing what? I don't know. (sighs) I don't know. Can't carry that burden on my shoulders, though. No, I guess not. But yeah, right. (laughs) That's something we can't. I just... I don't know. I don't know. Well, I can't believe you guys are not doing masks on the field. Like, our girls have to wear masks everywhere. Well, they're not playing games. Yeah, I know. So, I, I'm not quite sure why. I'm not quite sure why either. I'm like, why, why, did, why, did, why, did, we, why did we do that? Because I think it just came out of the mass you, the Massachusetts youth soccer guidelines said, while they're kind of running around on the field, as long as they're distant from each other, then they don't. they just don't need it. Which is fine. I can understand. But, like, why Why would the person sign their kid up for soccer and then not – and then, like, withdraw the – because they weren't wearing masks? Did she think they were – everybody was going to always wear masks? Is that what the – Yep. That's what she wanted, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, that's what we did, too. We we had everybody sign up, but we didn't char- make anyone pay. And, like, nobody's – like, they don't have to play um, until – like, they don't, they don't get to or have to – they don't get to play until they pay, but they don't have to pay if they don't want to play, right? So, <laughs> um, so yeah. It, once we all these, I mean, they did, might Matthew Soccer Association just released updated guidelines on Friday, last Friday on the fourth. So it's like I can't even keep up with them, but I guess I, 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 I sort of have to now. <laughs> That's what I got to do after the show is go read all these. Yeah, figure out what I'm doing with 
teams that aren't teams and coaches for the groups and oh goodness i know gracious. it's all and that's like sort of depressing like you like i don't have any sort of motive so back to your original point and you said at uh like the beginning of this whole conversation about your friend doing all like jimmy doing all this stuff and just like doing making awesome stuff constantly and always being busy like i i look at my week and like how i spend my time and i've talked about this in the show like one seventh of my free evenings is tied up on this show right <laughs> which <laughs> that's right it, it's something i enjoy but what is we were doing every other week for a while i know yeah and i'm not i'm not saying one way or the other on this right that's that's not a judgment on it and but when COVID happened, and and then if I get into soccer, like I'm so busy with soccer, and not just like I'm actually on a field somewhere, but I'm like mentally kind of tired for it. I got a plan for it. I got a coaches meeting. I gotta make teams. It's like admin, all the admin stuff just kind of wears on you. And then if you have an you have an hour of that kids are in bed, and I kind of talked about this on the show last week, which I got to drop still, but like they're done. But I'm not. Like I got to get them to bed and then they're dragging and it's nine o'clock. And then I have to do this admin for soccer or for scouts or whatever other organization I've decided to like help with. And then it's nine 30. Like, I'm not going to start building a tiny house at nine 30 at night. And my weekends are consumed with scouts or it's all kids stuff. Right. So you, you like, that's why I was like, I don't have time for hobbies, but I do, but I don't. It's just what I'm choosing. My hobbies right now are my kids mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong well, with that. You- you mentioned guitar and I've been trying to practice guitar a little bit and it's difficult to even fit in like 15 minutes a day. Yeah. So, sure, yeah, what are my hobbies these days? I mean, the weekends are still pretty free. You can't complain about that. There's plenty well, plenty of time. I I can until this weekend. <laughs> until soccer begins. That's what I mean, like and and when COVID started, like I really started to enjoy and I did a whole bunch of projects around the house that I haven't done. And that I were just dragging, like we've been purging, we've been cleaning stuff out, we've been mm-hmm. going through, like I have a big pile of computer stuff that I'm getting rid of. Got that stuff I... on eBay right now. Do yeah. you really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, what are you selling? Uh, oh, this just old junk I had in the basement. Like, it's these, I had all these monitor wall mounts. Yeah. Like, why do I have these? Yeah, I know. I don't even know why I have them. But it's like the energy to sit down at the computer and create the eBay listing and all that stuff, right? Like, do you have that normal times? No, I think COVID allowed us. It's not that hard. No, I know it's not that hard, but it's. I'll tell you a hobby that I didn't want. Yeah. That I have right now. That is calling Verizon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Where are we at with Verizon stuff? They're coming so Friday I, here. I got like they were coming for you. Did you pay? Yeah. Did you have to? I paid. Okay, it. You did. So I call. I'm not going to do it. Oh really? I I called my this this is internet accounts, right? I have Verizon internet, no other services, no TV, no phone. Yeah, you just have internet. Just have internet. A paltry twenty five up like and down. Fifteen years. Yeah. Okay. It was fifteen. I had fifteen megabits up and down, and they yeah. automatically upgraded me to twenty five some years ago. Yeah, for free, for nothing. But the for free part is literally, I'll just tell you the flat out numbers. They're charging me $97 a month, right? But you go on their website and the 200 megabit plan, which, mind you, is what? Eight times the speed of what I have is $40 a month. So I finally fixed my account so I could get into it because I had a problem. I didn't even know how to sign into my account. So I got that all fixed, which involved calling them, getting them to send me a bill because it was all e-billed and I didn't have oh, the Oh, yeah, that's right. Anymore. You had to get the PIN number. 
So I got the pin, I got the bill with the account number, and then I called back with the account number, and they're like, "No, no, you can't use your account number to verify it because we just sent it to you." I'm like, "Okay, fine." As they sent me a, a mail in the USPS with a pin number on it. <sighs> anyway, so I finally got in, and I started talking to them about upgrading, and I'm on the phone, and they say, "Oh, no, no, you don't talk about to us over the phone about upgrading." Where's that bug? You don't. They, you you got no. You get a text with the, the online chat person. Oh wow! So All they, right. Uh, and I'm, you know, being accommodating guy that I am, I say, fine, okay, that sounds great. I will do that. And so I have a convenient life. I'm not a construction worker stuck on like a site somewhere that I can't, you know, make a call during the day. Right. So I'm, wa- I'm making dinner and I got the laptop on the table with the chat going. This person is responding like once every two minutes. I'm in this chat for 90 minutes. <laughs> right? It's completely absurd. She gets through, says, yep, sure enough, I can get you the 200 megabit for $49 a month with tax, mm. right? So that's including the tax. Apparently, the tax is 10 extra dollars for some reason. Yeah, don't get me going on the fees, yeah. Uh, tax and fees. So <laughs> it's still half the price I'm paying now for eight times the speed. I say, great, let's do that. And she says, oh, but we're going to need to send the tech to your mm-hmm. house. Yes, here right, we go. Like you yeah. said. And so you're going to have to pay for the tech. Yeah. And, and I just said, no. No, I'm not. All right. And, she, and she's like, oh, well, no, because we, we have to charge. I said, Listen, I have been paying $100 a month for this, for services that you're going to give me now for half of that mm-hmm. for many, many years. Many years. I'm not paying for this tech. You guys can eat that. And, and she said, well, you know, sir, I don't have the power. This is in the 90-minute chat. Okay. She says, great. I say, great. You know what? I'm going to pull the old Karen move on you. Really? You can say, talk to your supervisor? Talk to your supervisor. I didn't say that. I said, I kind of subtly was like, well, you know what? This doesn't make me feel really good <laughs> about Verizon as a company. And it sounds like it would be easier for me to just cancel it and go with uh, Comcast because I can get that service here. And all right. They'll bring me in as a new customer and they'll give me all the perks and they won't charge me all these things. And she said, well, you know, we'll be so sorry to lose you. I can give you the number of our retention team and because they have access to all the discounts. I say, great. That's great. What the hell didn't you just give me that damn number 90 minutes ago? Wait, what, what was the number for? <laughs> They have a team of people. Yeah, a retention team, you said. The retention team. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't get around to that tonight, but that's oh, going to be my do that yet. first call in the morning. you got to let me know how it goes because I got them coming Friday. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling the retention team. I will spend 80 hours to save, what is it going to cost, 150 bucks or something? Yeah. Because they got to switch the equipment. Oh, it's, this is the best part. So they say, well, for the new speeds... You got to get new equipment and send the tech. I say, great. Uh, how about not new speeds? Can you just? Yeah, I tried that. Give too. me yep. like fifty megabits, and then she's like, yes. I'm like, sweet. What's it cost for fifty? She says, eighty dollars. I'm like, wait. Yeah. So, so you're <laughs> you're telling me that I could double my speed for ten dollars less? Mm-hmm. And not pay the tech to come out. Mm-hmm. Or I can 8x my speed 
for half the price. Mm-hmm. Like this is just are you sensing a pattern here? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pay I pay less for faster service. And I keep paying less mm-hmm. for fast, but but now I got to pay for the equipment. Like I just don't change my equipment, and just charge me less. That's what I want. I, I just don't can't, can't do that, sir. Yeah, I just don't understand it. Those plans are grandfathered in. You can't get access to them. I I I, I was just like flabbergasted. I don't even to this day. I don't even understand. Like <laughs> like how do you? I feel like this is like a class action lawsuit. It just feels like. It's not, I don't know. And if it, you got, because if you got every Verizon customer together who basically paid, <clears throat> just continually paid their bill without paying any attention. Yeah. Because they just leave it on the customer. They never proactively contact the customer and say, we, uh, you know what? Like we're giving new customers this sweet speed for almost nothing. We're just going to cut your bill down. Like if it were linear, I should be paying like $4 a month. Yeah. Yes. 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 And I don't even understand. I don't understand how you can be like, oh, you've been a customer for 10 years. Meh. Who cares? It's amazing. Meh. Like, yeah. what? all right. They already, they already got everything they needed. They just don't, they don't. And, and I, I kind of get it. It's like, uh, you know, we're not going to take these threats. They're just going to have to go. So, okay. Let me ask you this. Did you go look at the Comcast's plans? Yeah. And did you? Yeah, very similar. But yeah, but. Were you able to be like, okay, I see what it's going to cost on for Comcast, or is it like buried fees and all kinds of other stuff? And like, there's a few buried out? fees, and there's a lot of introductory costs and things like yeah, that. Yeah, which I don't, <laughs> I mean, it's all a bluff. I don't want to switch because Comcast's upload speed, they're not symmetric. No, no, I, and I get that, right? But I think that they've, they're, they're colluding now, and which I think is a problem, right? They, These, could, they, they are could colluding to make things like it doesn't. It, it's not going to actually save you any money to switch. It's it's better business for you now. They've worked it out so that it's better business for you to stay with who you have, pay an extra half of a fee or something, because the other provider will charge you just as much, right? That's to me, it seems like. That's when I kind of went down. When I was, I got far enough down there. So like, it's going to cost me the same amount if I change mm-hmm. to Comcast. I'm going to get less and it's going to be like more pain in the neck for me to do. And now I have no, like, hey, come sooner than later. <laughs> so. I mean, we're talking like 10 years. Yeah, I know. That I, I mean, it could it could have been shorter, but let's just say it's 10 years. Because I think I had it 15 years. That I was paying double. Double. A lot. For a lot. Well, more than that, really. For me, I'm paying at least, if I were to buy the plan new, I would pay like $30 less. Mm-hmm. And my... I would be getting eight times better service up. 50. For me, it's like $50. I'd be getting, I'd be paying $50 a month less. Which is nuts. Times, that's like, you know, $600 a year. Yeah. Times 10 years, like the six grand they milked me for. They're going to hear all about this, that retention team. Good luck. Let me know how it goes because I'll Get cancel me, my appointment uh, on Friday and have them reschedule. Oh, that'll brand be Brand new weeks. e-bike or something. Send me a Verizon branded e-bike. Bike stamps, e-bike, Verizon <laughs> branded e-bike. Something that costs six grand. Uh, never I will wear a Verizon t-shirt. I'll get a Verizon tattoo. <laughs> what? If they give me that six, why grand would you back. get a Verizon tattoo? If they give me, if they paid me six grand, you would get a, you'd get a Verizon tattoo for six grand. I'd, I'd get a Verizon tattoo if they, if they gave me the six grand and free services for life. 
Six grand free services for life. All right. Yeah, where would it be, though? Uh, chesticles? What? <laughs> I don't know, man. You're already farther down this than I mean, I would, not I'm willing face, to go. Not on my face. No. Foot? Arm? <sighs> inside of my wrist? Tribal? Tribal wraps so all the way all the way around. Verizon, Verizon. Let's see. Let's do a little Googles here. Let's see if we can find a Verizon tattoo. I'm sure there are. There's some. all kinds of brands. People probably have McDonald's tattoo. Wait, there's a Verizon stuff. tattoo policy. What the? Wait, there's people who's got it right on their hand. What is wrong with people? Like, right? Did they get six grand for it. Verizon tattooed on man's hand, forehead. Really? What? Okay. See, I, now I wish I didn't do this. He knows what's up. Ugh, yeah, wonder, Verizon Uber fan. What the heck, dude? No. Yeah, usually it's the other way around. Now, this guy got the VIN number of his motor coach tattooed on his arm. Dang it. Now I know <laughs> stuff that I didn't want to know about humanity. The VIN Darn number. It. Hmm. Mm, all right. I mean, I have my kid's birthdays tattooed on my leg. That's how I remember that. No, but that's, that's something that's not. Some people treat their motor coaches like their babies. Oh, yeah. What is that? A metal baby? I mean, we do fur baby, but <laughs> we do fur babies. <laughs> um, hmm. Metal metal babies? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Motor baby? <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm really taking this uh this scouts thing. I'm changing subjects again. <laughs> Go back. Yeah. Scouts. Uh, we've been reviewing merit badges and oh, Are you um, really like looking at the legit merit badges? I'm looking at the legit merit badges and kind of studying the requirements and then coming up with activities based on those things. Like, you know, we talked through a lot of the archery stuff and then I just skip over all the fluff that I hate. And I think it's a real genius way to go about doing it. Like, we, I, I think what my plan is going to be, we'll take some more of these weekends to Jimmy's place and every trip we make is going to have a series of merit badges associated with them. It's a good we'll idea. Call them, we'll call them something else. I don't know. We'll call them Jimmy badges or something. Maybe we'll even make the badges. But they'll, you know, we'll just we'll set the kids up with these uh, activities that they have to kind of check the boxes on. Because uh, I don't even think the kids have set up the tents, to be honest. Like, why don't I have them set up the tents? They haven't done it. Well, our tent's enormous. They're not really tall enough to do it. That could be part of the problem. But... Building a fire, easy one. I mean, they do it all the time, but they do a terrible job. So they really need to like study no the com- techniques. No, what? No comment about that with the real scouts. Right. Because they're real good at it? No, they're not. Oh. And I'm just like, come on. So they need they need the campfire merit badge. Cooking something over the fire. Oh, they have it. They just don't know how to. It's, yeah. I just, I'm like, hmm. I just think they... I don't know. When, whenever I see it, I think they're all under like this hyper stress to like do it super fast, and it's like they do oh, it super no, fast. Like, just no chill. patience. Just yeah. chill. Yeah. Quick throw match at it. Yeah. I'm done. But too soon. Oh, yeah. Big the latrine. They should totally move the latrine. That would be a good one. Move the latrine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole situation was a bit entertaining, but everyone was quite comfortable with it. Really? I don't know why. Everybody. Yeah, it's a uh, not even like a. Eh, this is normal. It wasn't even out of view. I mean, it was it was maybe 15 yards from the campsite. What? Didn't smell bad yards, or anything? I mean, a couple yards. cedar chips ain't, ain't doing it. Uh, it didn't smell bad. All right. It was downhill. Uh, but you're talking, you know, over the course of three days, like, and we had one, two, three, four, eight, 11, 12, 
We had 11 people there. Huh. So there was quite a pile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> and it didn't smell bad. Okay. Didn't smell were bad. Were you and eating anywhere? anything besides fruit or just all watermelon all week? <laughs> Uh, no, we had lots of good food. We uh, we pre-made, so one really good idea is I pre-made a ton of pancakes, which is a little bit cheating. Yeah, no, I'm all about the pre-mating, pre-ma- pre-mating, pre-making of... Uh, pre-making. Yeah. We still warmed them over the fire, but they were pre-made. Yeah, pre-make the camping food. That's the thing with camping is sort of weird. It's like you make all the food and then you bring it all out there and you reheat it and cook it again. Mm-hmm. And We we did make uh, macaroni and cheese over the fire. And you can, uh, water boils really fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good at that stuff. Um, But yeah, we we're just kind of kind of open up the roof for the privy there and let the, you know, let the rain take its course with the chips and the stuff and the mixing and we'll see how it goes next time. You opened the what when the rain takes its course with what? We opened the roof of the uh, privy. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, what? It just has, it's just a tarp. Yeah, but how deep is it? It's not very deep. So wait, wouldn't it just overflow and then now you got sewage everywhere? That's possible. Oh my gosh. Oh, so this, <laughs> this didn't not... happen. This is... No, 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 it didn't happen. That's going to be while we're not there. Uh-oh. <laughs> so it's not in perpetual use. That's the only way it's going to work. It's got to have time to compost. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's maybe a better way. Maybe the grid, maybe the grid serves some purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no plumbing there. I mean, we can move it to a new pit. That's about it. Yeah, I don't know much about the uh, pit toilets and stuff. Or I don't, you know. You just dig a big hole. Clevises or clevis toilets and all those chemicals and I don't just yeah, not for me. That part that part I can do without. Where where are you going? What do you mean? When you camp. What do you mean? Oh, well, we always camp at like a state park or something. Oh, goodness gracious. That's ridiculous. Yeah. If I, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you're crapping in a hole in the ground that you're going to wash out with rainwater. And my <laughs> uh, my thing is ridiculous. <laughs> uh <laughs> that's part of that's part of scouting. You got to know how to do that stuff. Oh, he can do it. But no, I mean they, they you know what they they haven't really gotten into like major um camping and stuff like huh. like hiking and camping. It's one, something all the kids well not something a lot of the boys want to do and so they're they're working up to it and they had a trip planned and then covid and so yeah. All right, maybe I'll be ahead of the game then. We don't no administration formalities. Yeah. None of these shenanigans. We're just straight into the merit badge. No child protection pro- services or like getting involved with any like um two two adults up. What is it called? Two deep leadership or uh Right. Just one. <laughs> just one. Just me. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That stuff's uh, it's uh, unfortunately it's necessary, but it it does become a little onerous with the uh, You've shot a bow, I presume. Yeah. Yeah, we just did it in uh, Jan. Like we did this the last, like one of the last camp scouting events. We did a. Um, it was kind of a fun thing. We went no heated. We, that was that's true. There was no. What did we go there with the toilet there? I don't know. Oh, it was porta potties. Uh, we went to a camp campsite in January or it's January. Yeah, it was cold. Uh, there was no heat or anything. Mm. So, um, yeah, and like my hand was killing me from pulling the the string back, and the kids were mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah," mm-hmm. and they just kept going. I'm like, "I'm done." I'm done. We, well, maybe you had a heavier one than the kids. I, I did, but they were like, they didn't even blink. And uh, 
I was like, this hurts. Well, one of the one of the moms, this was the point of my story. One of the moms picked up, so I had several different size bows. There was kind of a kid size one. She picked up the kid size bow and I started walking her through what to do. And I'm like, okay, this and this. And this is what it feels like to pull it back. But just don't dry fire it. That means don't let go of it without the arrow in it because there's no arrow in it. And like while I'm telling her this, she lets go of it. Mm. Snaps the thing right into her arm, which oh. is the, <laughs> which is, you know, and, and and it immediately bruises. The thing welts up. Yeah, right away. dude. And um, I was like, okay, good job listening. <laughs> 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 like, and some time went on. She watched the kid. She's like, no, I actually want to try firing one out. So she, I'm like, okay, you've got to make sure you got to sight this. Check your arm. Make sure it's out of the way. Knocks an arrow. Falls all the instructions. Fires the arrow. Hits her arm again. Oh no. Because, I mean, I think it's because she had rolled her wrist over on the bow and her she's got one of these weird elbows that kind of bends the other way. Some people have this. I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? Like some people's elbows, they, they literally can bend them inwards. Yeah, yeah. I can and she do straightened it. her arm out. You can do that, I yeah. think. Yeah. And she straightened her arm out so far just like that. Yeah. That, that it was sticking inwards. And I'm like, no, no, you've got to keep your wrist rolled to the outside and, you know, bend your elbow a tiny bit if you need to. And she, she smashed it into it again. And I think she did it a third time. And her arm is a mess now. It's like the whole oh, thing no, from really? her wrist to her elbow is completely black. Uh, so you got to watch out for that. Yeah, people, they wear the arm guards yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Boring story. Well, archery is funny. We threw axes too, which was super hard. That seems completely insane. I mean, throw <laughs> them a long distance maybe, but when they do it indoors in those like bars... Yeah. And they're 10 feet away and the axes bounce off the wall and come sailing back at them. It happens all the time. Oh, I know. Yeah, it happened to us. <laughs> it happened to us. Yeah. It's, it's completely stupid. Yeah. Like this sharpened axe comes sailing. <laughs> like it doesn't even slow down. It comes at you faster than you threw it. Yeah. it's all And it's all like unpredictably bouncing funny and yeah. Right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest idea. <laughs> I would throw it, like, really far, so there's no chance of it bouncing back. Yeah, I don't know. Throw Axe throwing. What else did we and do? Down, and downhill. We did... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right, because I did shoot... We did rifle shot, and we did shotgun. I was terrible with the shotgun. I was decent with the rifle for having shotgun. it... For doing it for the first time. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough for tonight. I got to go plan some soccer stuff. Like, I got to plan drills and keeping everybody socially distanced with masks on and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I understand it's important. Doesn't mean it's not uh, uncomfortable. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.